This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. I got a very exciting email the other day. He said that we made some kind of list. Even had the uh, podcast logo and title there. I scrolled down right within the email. I thought, look at this. You're like in 14th place for our category or something like that. I don't know what the name of the list was. I, I closed out of it looking to go back to it, and uh, that's a small impossibility looking at my inbox these days. Uh, not completely impossible, but I just didn't feel like going through the effort to go back. I was like, it was probably nonsense. And that, what I based that on is I thought, wow, we made this incredible list. And uh, it's got to have some kind of dramatic effect on the on the listens, right? The downloads. No, there was no change at all. <laughs> it's like climate change. No change at all. Uh-oh, can't talk like that. Well, that's what I want to talk about today. Uh, climate change, uh, which is a complete scam. Complete scam. I wish I could tell you that there was like some underlying half-truth. You know, it's based on this, but because of the, the money influence, you know, if you take that out, you know. No, no, it's it's a complete stinking scam. And the, the real danger of it is, is that there are people who live in high-risk places such as um, Florida. I know, I heard you, some of you. I knew it was going to happen because I was a little critical. And I wasn't trying to be critical of anybody living in Florida. Thought about living there myself. It's not really my cup of tea. Not really a Florida guy. Um, probably more of a Texas guy, but kind of taking that off the list. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe Iowa. Go out to my buddy Dave. Thanks for the email, Dave. Ray, down in uh, Downingtown. Haven't heard from you guys in a while. Good to hear from you. I don't know. Chester County's nice. I lived out in Bertrandville, Ray. I don't know if I ever told you that. I grew up there as a kid. Fond memories out there. Really fond memories. Oh, speaking of which, I'll share this. After all, it is Friday. We don't need to be all business, do we? I'll get to the mattress ads in a second. Um, the uh, uh, Speaking of the Chester County, Bertrandville, uh, I always had dealt with a lot of raccoons. Dealing with the trash was horrible. We had to double bungee the trash cans. Double bungee the trash cans. Think about that. Some of you living in the city have no idea the capability of a raccoon. It's amazing. And um, anyway, we had this uh, walkout basement, this old farmhouse, where the kitchen in the living room was gorgeous, by the way. Old timber frame, you know, big big beams and big thick plank wood flooring. And down there in the basement is actually a stone floor and big stone fireplace. We loved growing up like that. You know, it, was, it certainly wasn't very uh, climate friendly. It certainly wasn't green. <laughs> You know, it's funny how they'll be like, well, if it's old, that is higher than green. You know, if, if it's old and, and cool, I guess. If it's old and junky, they're just like, tear it down. I don't know. Anyway, climate change scam. I knew that I would get some criticism for talking about living in Florida as being high risk. And here's the crime in all this, man. <laughs> There's going to be an earthquake sometime in California. People prepared for that. There's going to be a big hurricane that hits uh, Florida. Hey, if this doesn't point to the scam, I think I posted this on Gab. They were reporting uh, 
apocalyptic scene. And by the time that even got out, it had been downgraded to a Category 2. Hilarious. <clears throat> they overhype everything. Rush Limbaugh used to talk about this. They used to criticize him as well. But this is the nature of things, I suppose. But my concern is that the that, that the real crime in the climate change scam, well, besides the, the financial fleecing that's going on, the impact of people who you know, don't listen to alerts or become desensitized to things. And it's not good. It's not a good thing. People are being fooled, being uh, manipulated psychologically into thinking that something's wrong when there's not. I do hear more. It's amazing how God works. I know you're going to be, wait, where'd that come from? All this movement about climate change and the world's going to, and suddenly more and more people like myself are like, get outside. And I hear more and more people talking about it now. You get this rebuttal effect, if you will. Anyway, um, climate scam. They're doing all kinds of loony things. Uh, You know, what's behind this? These people want to destroy our lives. They want to kill us. They want to control us. I I don't really believe that there's a a mass conspiracy to do that. I'm not saying that there doesn't some exist. I'm not saying that there aren't groups like the Bilderberg Group that uh, support certain philosophical beliefs and put money behind it that uh, certainly can have consequences to all that. I don't disagree at all. But I don't believe that there's some mass-coordinated conspiracy. Arguably BlackRock, arguably um, the military-industrial complex. I would imagine they have their secret trade shows, I meant. (laughs) Right? Um, You know, pharmaceuticals. I'm sure there's a you know billionaire boys club kind of thing. Uh, I'm sure they talk. I mean, it's only natural that people would do that. That's just how things work. So to suggest otherwise, and certainly the billionaire is going to get a, a, a bigger voice than the schlub on the street. And uh, in some ways, I think that's okay. Other ways, not so much. You know, I've often said that I feel that the business community should have a heavy influence on politics consequences when that doesn't happen. But anyway, I believe that the whole cause of this green movement, this climate change scam, is obviously money. Uh, It's this crazy attempt to prop up this fiat money is what I believe. I really do. Desperate attempts. It's the same with the news. The cable news is dying. It's phasing out. Uh, You know, the, the average demographic of people watching cable news is like 108 years old. All right. And so if you're watching that garbage... How old are you? Right? And it's all garbage. Fox, I mean, obviously in in various levels of garbage. You know, you might find a few tolerable minutes of Fox, but it's all manipulated nonsense. If if they were really serious, they would be getting behind Trump. That's what you'd be saying. They'll never do it. Never do it in a million years. And look at what's happening there, speaking of uh, rebounding. But anyway, I think this whole scam is is to is, is trying to be some kind of a goofy financial bailout. That's not only not going to work; it's going to make things worse. And I'm a proponent of electric in some ways. I told you about the electric bike. I love that thing. I am having a blast. I was out with my daughter last night. Grumpy old me, tired at the end of the day, and we had a blast. Plenty of exercise. I'm getting more exercise than ever with that thing. It's just we go faster. I love the electric bike. We uh, I just added solar panels for our security cameras. 
fantastic. I mean, this stuff's been around a long time. It's not like the little portable solar panels are a big new thing. Uh, now we have oil heat, you know, so we're belching out, you know, gobs of, uh, uh, of you know, carbon emissions. But we have a lot of trees. Hey, there's one I've said often. I mean, if the climate people were serious, they'd be out planting more trees. Right. You know, that's a, and that's what the, the conservative rebuttal should be. Listen, liberals, we will fund as many saplings as you can plant. Huh? You, you want you want to be passionate about the environment? You want to stop climate change? Good. Go plant some trees. Go work out in the sun. It'll be better for you. It'll be better for the environment. It's a win-win. You see that? You'll never ever see it. Too much, not not enough common sense. Too commonsensical. I don't know. What are some of the other crazy? Things? Obviously, you see the headlines where they're being crazy about the uh, the weather. There's Maui stories taking a crazy spin. Um, I can tell you that in this economic environment, you know, people are saying, "Oh, the rich and famous or whatever are trying to buy this land out from under these people in Maui." Um, yeah, I'm sure they are, and some to some degree. Some of you may remember. Um, I don't know. It was over a year ago now that we had a tornado come through our town, and uh, there was a townhome development about, um, I'd say a half a mile, but it's probably a little further than that. Probably about three quarters of a mile down the road, and um, there's, a, there's a freeway that crosses our road, and that development's right on the other side of the freeway, and it looked like a uh, lawnmower went over these. It's not funny, really, but it looked like a lawnmower went over these townhomes that shaved the roofs off. And um, anyway, it, it's been put back together. You know, and it, it looked horrific, and it was, but it all got fixed. Insurance companies took care of it. But do you know that there was um, developers that were swooping in, making offers to buy it out and redevelop it? Because since that, that development, uh, those townhomes, I think, currently sell for about $400,000. New townhomes up the street are selling for a million. So you betcha, uh, you know, a developer would like to swoop in and do that. And there's there's nothing illegal about somebody making an offer to buy something regardless of the circumstances. Happens all the time. Developers are going to do that. So uh, you know, I don't know that the, the desires to buy can contribute more to the conspiracy theory and this idea that this was um, directed energy weapons uh I think it's a pretty crazy, pretty crazy thought. I think the facts are clear that the the infrastructure maintenance wasn't being maintained on the electric lines. I guess they have a protocol that when winds get to a certain speed, they're supposed to shut the power off, and they didn't do that. And by the way, it doesn't take an enormous amount of power uh, to cause problem for the power lines. I, I think their threshold is maybe thirty miles an hour. You know, see, you know, if there's a hurricane coming, you know, we should be cutting the power down preempt this stuff that you don't have a bunch of energized lines all over the place. Now, I don't know. I'm not sure how that's all run, but, um, and then there's a whole slew of other things that, that could help with that, but, um, such as burying the lines, you know, there's another one. Um, you've always had these fires in Maui and the governor comes out, you know, you know, human error exaggerated by climate change. No basis for saying that at all. None at all. Uh, but yet there's people that keep saying it, keep repeating the lie. Um, and if you heard about this Burning Man event that goes out in the desert out in California, it's a little strange to me. You hear some of the stories coming out. It seems 
you know, wildly uh, devious, to say the least. Not my cup of tea, for sure. Um, anyway, all the tickets are selling out after problems last year. It was dirty. Imagine that. Dirty out in the desert. I wonder if they're blaming that on climate change as well. Uh, the, the auto driving, by the way, isn't going well. I mentioned this uh, on a few different levels about the uh, automatic driving. If you do remember back a few years ago, if you've been listening that long, it's something that I spoke very highly of back in the day. I don't think in everything, I've been following it very closely, by the way. And I remember just a few years ago, four years ago, when there was like hard promises that in a year we're going to have self-driving cars. Have not delivered. Well, they kind of have. Orlando's self-driving shuttle crashed just two days after launch. Robo-taxis are making enemies as they go around San Francisco. They'll just like stop for no reason and won't move. Nobody knows what to do. They're calling the help desk. Hello? <laughs> Hey, this robo-taxi, hello, sir, uh, this robo-taxi's uh, block here. Let me do it properly. <laughs> you know, this is way racist. I can't believe I've been roped into doing this. I didn't mean it to be. I was trying to uh, uh, interpret, uh, uh, what do you call it, mimic? I guess you can't even do that anymore, can you? Uh, I can't keep myself out of trouble, no how hard I try. Anyway. I guess what I was trying to say, I could have said in simple terms. <laughs> Imagine there's a car blocking the road and you're on the phone with somebody in Bangladesh <laughs> trying to get this bus moved. <laughs> I, I can't help myself sometimes. I, mean, I just keep wanting to get sucked back into that bit. It could be hilarious, but uh, uh, I don't know. Not for the podcast. How's that? All right. Anyway, climate change scam. Uh, they thought they were going to get some mileage out of the big the big uh, cyclone <laughs> to hit Florida. It was going to wipe out Florida, Disney, and DeSantis all in one wipe. But uh, God is good and downgraded it to a Category 2 and life goes on. Imagine that. Hurricanes in Florida in the summer. Who would have heard of such a thing? Um, I think I filed the article somewhere. I was, I'll just keep it. I keep doing this. They're talking about the hot pavement in Phoenix. I'll give you the update next week, all right? I can't give you everything at once. Let's talk about war. How about that? Everybody likes war, blood, guts, and war. What's it? Uh, a friend I heard recently was working. used to work with newspapers. If it bleeds, it leads. Hmm, interesting, right? Not so much anymore. I guess it does. Mass shootings take the take the top. Watch how those pick up. That's the only thing they have for elections, by the way. That's what you're going to see is this uptick in these shootings is my prediction. Um, you know, as far as violence and, and war unrest, I guess, trying to keep within the theme here, um, for this election, I don't see the BLM thing uh, turning out very well again, do you? Uh, I think people are going to see right through that. Uh, at the least, I don't think the funding and support would be there. I think people are kind of like, yeah, been there, done that kind of thing. I don't know. Who knows, man? You know, the whole race thing, it's, it's a pretty effective card as well. But anyway, um, as far as war is concerned, uh, a lot of articles I see coming. This is Epic Times, China, China saddled by almost double local government debt. This is interesting. I'd always been led to believe that China's debt level was extremely low Compared to the United States, which is not a fair comparison at all. Um, but dollar for dollar, China owed a lot less. And then I read this and I'm like, hmm, you know, leave it to the Chinese to 
owe a lot more than what it is that they're actually reporting, right? Just like Russia, you can't trust any them any more than you can Biden. China, Russia, and Biden all cut from the same cloth, in my opinion. But let's stay on point. Is China really facing a financial struggle? Well, that could certainly affect their foreign policy in many different ways. Russian troops to abandon front lines due to collapsing morale. We keep hearing these stories circulate. Little evidence of any truth, although it wouldn't surprise me that it's somewhat true. Uh, This headline, China has 10 years left at most. Well, Donald Trump said that about the United States about 12 years ago. Here we are, still kicking. GOP talks of military action in Mexico. This is the Hill reporting this. Wow. Talk about war hawks. What has happened there? Lindsey Graham was over in Ukraine, you know, over there uh, uh, barbecuing with Zelensky, high-fiving him, working with Biden. We need to work on long-term funding. We don't want money to be in it. Of course not. Yeah, it's not your money. How much are they making off of it? Gobs. Um, this uh, Pragogen shooting, right? Uh, you heard about this? The... Uh, um, Wagner, Volod, Lukashenko, the uh, Belarus president who kind of brokered this deal to get him over there. He said that uh, Pregazhin didn't ask for any uh, security guarantees. Well, what does that mean? What I'd like to know, though, is why that he went back to Russia. How foolish, in a sense. Was he lured back there? What was his business? Nobody's even asking that. And there's like a weird thing going on. The Russians are not supposed to investigate that, according to international law. supposed to be done by like some international group, I guess. I'm thinking, are they going to honor that in times of war? Who knows? Uh, Putin came out and said a few words on it, weird news. I think Putin's behind it, absolutely. Ukraine claims that it landed troops on the shores of Crimea, Russian-occupied Crimea. Uh, the American media is acting like that's a big deal. Not sure that I see it that way at all, actually. It doesn't amount to the taking of a territory. I mean, it, how many troops have gone into Ukraine that they're aware of? We don't hear. Um, Russian war list of key events, according to Al Jazeera. Um, Biden administration extends protection status for Ukrainians in the United States, of course. Uh, South Africa attempting to bring some peace talks. Hungary, Serbia, increased shipments of natural gas through Balkan countries. Some changes in the in the trade thing going on. I saw heard about some ships moving. What does all that mean? Well, there's still trade going on between some of these countries that are involved, you know, not directly in the war, but indirectly in the war. And what does that mean in that terms? Like a joke of a war is what I would say. And I've been saying that. Maybe not every moment along the way, but what's going on right now? Nothing. Nothing to speak of. Dutch are going to transfer F-16s to Ukraine. American warplanes going to Ukraine. Um, training on the fighter boats has begun, but it take at least six months, maybe longer. This isn't going to help at all with the warplanes. Not one bit. Russians' uh, uh, air defense missiles are impenetrable. Uh, case in point, uh, ask Prigozhin. <laughs> 
check with his plane and find out how effective they are. Uh, and I think they're widely spread, even probably on the Ukrainian side, why the, the uh, Russians haven't been able to use more uh, aircraft. I don't know. I'm my air expertise. Um, U.S. businessman is a wannabe warlord of a secretive far-right men's network. This is a really interesting story to me, being reported by The Guardian, which is left-wing propaganda. I don't know. They claim to be uh, reader-supported, but I don't really trust any of that. And this guy, Charles Haywood, creator of the Society for American Civil Civic Renewal, has said that he might serve as warlord at the head of an armed patronage network. I don't know this guy, so let's just see something here. If I can get a little bead on who he is. Um, man, this guy, uh, Charles Haywood on Twitter. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Any images? Interesting. Looks like a fairly young guy. No, I don't know who he is. Um, seems pretty unassuming, though. Let me see if there's any background on this guy. There's no Wikipedia. What does that mean? Well, in order to be on Wikipedia, you need like a certain number of news links. He has a book, The Worthy House. Um, hmm. So I, I don't know anything about I, I can't speak for or against the guy. Uh, Columbia University? Um, I don't know. Did he attend there? Hard to say. University of North Carolina, maybe? Did? Charles D. Haywood? I don't know. Just did a quick search here. Hard to say who this guy even is. Well, let me say this. The reason that I brought it up. What am I talking about here? I'm talking about somebody stepping up and saying, hey, I can do what Pragerjian did. I just need funding. Hmm. How many of those guys are out there? More than one. More than one. And this is some of the things that I've been trying to say. Uh, I wouldn't put much into this story. More vilification of uh, white nationalist, greedy, white, Republican, evil, straight white men. You know the whole narrative. The guilty ones. We just call them the... Can we just get it, get to it? The guilty ones. There you go. If you have to ask, you're one of them. There you go. All right? If you're wondering who, it's you. <laughs> you, you dirty white person. You racist, inherent racist. It's interesting how we allow these other races and some of our own to speak to us about us. Oh, you're inherently racist. Yeah. Well, you know, let me tell you what I say to that. I'd have to turn the microphone off. You know what I mean? All right. Let me give you a quick economic update and I want to get out of here for the weekend because I got better things to do than sit behind this microphone. It's beautiful out. Guess what I got? I got the lumber to uh, finish up this skirting project on my deck. I'm very excited. Uh, not really. I was in Lowe's. I was tempted to buy some tools. Why? Because this is what guys do. We like to buy tools. And uh, I got rid of all my tools years ago. And then I bought some back because I went a little overboard. And now I'm like, you know, <laughs> you know what would be nice? A nail gun. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll look on Harbor Freight. <laughs> You know how it is. You get into something. You got to have the right tools for the job. That's all I'm saying. I like to buy tools, but I didn't buy any. I told myself, I'm not buying any tools at Lowe's. It's a ripoff. And uh, speaking of ripoffs, um, 
I saw this goofy thing online the other day. This girl on TikTok or whatever, you know, was embedded in. I don't know on TikTok, but uh, she was complaining that trash can cost eighty dollars, and I'm like, well, why would you buy an eighty dollar trash can? I mean. I'd use a cardboard box, quite frankly. I'd take a card. If it, for $80, if I was a young person starting out, and I'm telling you right now, I could tell you many stories, not this one specifically, but I'd take a cardboard box that was the right size for the trash bags I was using and my needs. I'd even fabricate a little lid, wrap it in foil if I had to. How's that? Huh? It's not that hard. People, people in the ghetto know how to get by. It's the comfy, you know, upper class that they're like, oh, what do I do? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, $80 for a trash cans ridiculous. Here's what I saw at Lowe's. Um, almost $300 for a apartment, not even apartment, like a, like a dorm-sized refrigerator. And this was one of the bigger ones as far as the minis go because it had a separate freezer on top. You know, it had like the, the double fridge and then a single freezer on top with its own separate door. And um, $300. I'm like, man, I feel like it was just a couple of years ago I bought a full-size refrigerator for $300. Good luck with that these days. Um, and then I saw a regular one, just like a small refrigerator, you know, like table counter height, that kind of size. They have the next smaller ones, half that. I'm talking about the bigger one. And it was like $200. I was like... I know for a fact I priced those before COVID. I was actually looking for one. And they were like, you get one for about 100 Well, like everything, I guess, it's doubled, right? Doubled. It's just all caught up now. Everything now is fully doubled. That's what's happened. The food, I'll tell you this story. And I know this can you can relate to this too. So I, uh, I went to get the lumber. Uh, I had to go to the court and, and uh, do this filing. I told you this court case I have going on. Um, I had to file my appeal. I'm not going to get into the details of that. Everything went well. I dropped that off. I went to get the lumber, and uh, all that went well. I'm coming back, and I thought, you know what? I'm eating well. I want to continue eating well, and I got to get some stock up on a couple things. I walk out of there. It's $80, right? Two little plastic bags. Neither one stuffed, one barely full. $80. I'm driving back, and I'm like, man, it's, I just make a mistake. on Now, it was shrimp, um, you know, range-free uh, chicken breast. I don't know if it was range-free. I think it is, actually. It's the better stuff. I got some, like six cans of the no-name gravy for the dogs. I put a little in their dog food once in a while. Um, I got some gravy for me, the good stuff. Sorry, dogs. I got broccoli, and I got spinach, and I got... I got a two-pound bag of big shrimp was probably the that was probably forty dollars of that if I had to guess thirty dollars of that that was the big one, but I added it up. I'm like, that's eight meals basically in there. No, ten ten meals was I forget ten meals in there, eight meals eight or ten meals it was like eight or ten dollars per meal to cook at home per person. I'm like, something doesn't seem right about this. Warren Buffett thinks we're headed for a recession. United Auto Workers talking about a strike. I don't know what the st uh, status of that is. My guess is that it'll get settled, even if Uncle Joe has to come in and foot the bill. Uh, I don't know why I have this listed under economy, but, it, well, I do know why. Chicago is, the city of Chicago is suing automakers. Baltimore was doing this as well. 
uh, for failure um, uh, to, to provide enough uh, security, cars are getting stolen. You know, uh, it's kind of mind-boggling to me that this problem can't take care of itself, that it requires government intervention. But it just speaks to the assault on businesses in America. Everywhere they turn, businesses under fire. And they have no idea when it's going to turn up. This is not how America was supposed to be. Powell warns that they're prepared to raise rates further. Let me tell you something. They going up. Macy's sounds the alarm on credit card delinquencies. Going to get worse because rates are going up. Johannesburg BRICS Declaration. I believe they adopted it. I haven't had a chance to check what went on. But basically, the dollar is dead as far as the world reserve currency. It may be one of, and I think that'll last at least a little longer. It takes time to unravel this stuff. And people aren't going to give up their money. You know, they're going to they're wait. And it just takes time. But the dollar is dead. And it's just going to continue to uh, be more and more of a problem. Massive retailer talking about uh, in-store crime. Who knows what the real story is there? I'm beginning to wonder if these aren't PR schemes, but I don't know. Um, Maybe organized crime on a modern level. Uh, Millionaires feeling more financially insecure. A friend of mine sent me a um, retirement investment planner as a joke. I read it. I said, I didn't read it. I looked at it. I said, I probably should brush up a little bit after I just went to the food store. Um, American workers demanding almost $80,000 a year to take a new job from CNBC. Uh, well, what did I tell you a couple weeks ago? $80,000 gets you a $330,000 mortgage. That does not buy you a house around here, my friend, of any kind. Nothing. How about a car? $20,000? Not going to get you one. I think there's one vehicle available at this point under $20,000 new. So you're buying used. Cars, all kinds of cars. Every time I turn around, it's $50,000 car. I'm like, this is unbelievable to me. Cuba looking to move to a cashless economy. This is very dystopian stuff. Listen, fiat money is always followed by communism. Communism apparently doesn't quit, so they turn to digital currency. It's a new dark era. There, there are things going on that have never been done in, in history. Uh, the amount of debt worldwide never before seen, the ability to even go to a cashless society uh, never been seen before that we're aware of, and the mass um, information gathering and surveillance of citizenry. And even if not for the the purpose, even if we don't believe that it's a, a civil rights infringement or a personal privacy infringement, it's giving governments and corporations massive, massive data, in some cases, real time. And they can manipulate it and people's impressions. And uh, we have never seen these things before. A new level of dystopia. They call it progress. I call it crazy. China falling into deflation, the mood turning dark. Dark, dark, dark economy. For quite some time, I've been hearing that there's this worldwide recession for years now. Kicking the can down the road. We've been hearing that, at least in, since the uh, recession of, of 08. And look at how long it's been now. It's been quite a few years. And these financial issues have been resolved by borrowing more money. And the debt is out of control. It's becoming impossible to live here because of the problem with our money. 
And I predict that it's only going to get worse. People are going to be suffering. We get a bad winner. You get another 10% hit on this, I believe. Just looking at how it's affected us at our income level, okay? And I say to myself, wow, how's it affecting people at half of our level? I got to imagine it's twice as bad that they're having to, we're adjusting. I told you this, that not choosing not to buy things or to wait and buy it later. Not so much now, I got to get a new air conditioning, which is another story. I got a few things to replace around here we're going to kind of take care of in one, one turn. So I'm going to be parting with a boatload of cash as it is. I need a new vehicle. I'm like, I'm not doing that right now. We've got three in the driveway. I'm like, as far as I'm concerned, it's two and a half too many. I got this electric bike. I'm all about green. Also, I'm kidding around. I don't really need to be anywhere. So I'm like, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I don't have fifty thousand dollars to dump into some Honda right now. It's, you know, no, nothing wrong with a Honda, that's for sure. But um, I don't know. It's just crazy to me the cost of things, the healthcare, all this stuff is kind of coming home to roost. So much so already heavily subsidized. And that's where, to me, that the crash becomes really turbulent. What do I mean by that? So much money being pushed into the economy by government. It's going to continue for a while, but it can't continue forever. And as best I can tell, this economic growth that's killing us is basically coming at a cost of dollar for dollar. A dollar onto the debt, a dollar out of the treasury is creating a dollar of economic growth. At a cost of what? At the cost of $2 ultimately because all the interest on it as it never ever gets paid back. What are we leaving for the future of our children? Nobody wants to deal with it. People tell me don't bother talking about it. It's the problem of our time. I doubt it'll get solved in my lifetime. Woo, I can make a rhyme anytime. Let's get into the weekend. God willing, I'll be back on Monday. Well, we'll see with the holiday. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Have a great weekend. It's the end of the summer. Do something to invest in yourself. Get outside. Get outside. Did I mention that? Get outside. See you next week. Make it a great weekend.